Welcome back to the Health Call Radio Hour. If you've got a question, you don't have to give blood to get the answer. Just drop us a line on the Health Call website at healthcall.live. That's healthcall.live. Or message us on the Health Call Facebook page. Now, back to health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. Thanks for joining us again. It is great to have you back for the second half of the Health Call Radio Hour. All right, let's begin with a quick quiz in which you play the role of the doctor. Your patient is a 48-year-old male. He says he's always tired. He just doesn't have the energy he used to. He has trouble sleeping. His skin is frequently itchy. He is noticing more frequent muscle cramps. And he's also seeing some swelling of his hand, feet, and ankles. Okay, doc. What do you think the problem could be? Individually, these symptoms are vague, but the patient just told you he has six of the 10 most common symptoms of kidney disease. Your patient had no clue that's the problem, but a blood test and your analysis confirms he is one of the 30 million Americans at risk of kidney failure without treatment. Managing chronic kidney disease is not a one and done. In addition to the meds, you're probably going to have to change a number of lifestyle factors to avoid progressing to dialysis and maybe even a transplant. And that's where things get messy. People fall through the cracks of our busy healthcare system. Who follows up with patients to make sure they have all the help they need to make all the changes in life they need to make? Well, a company called Somatis is filling that niche. It is one of several disease management specialists, often hired by health plans, who find that it's cheaper in the long run to provide counseling and support services than to bear the cost of advanced kidney disease. Patrick Covington helps Somatis engage with frontline providers to explain how it all works. My interest was personal first and then professional. Um, I've been a registered nurse for 27 years. I've been in the care management space for about 13 years, working with uh, patients with all chronic diseases. Um, The personal aspect was a best friend that I had who was uh, struggling with uh, end-stage renal disease. Um, He lost his life uh, right prior to my joining um, Somatis. Um, His goal was to make it to his 55th birthday, and he expired one month prior to. Hmm. So um, our last conversation was, um, you know, you'd be a perfect fit um, for this role. And, you know, like, I, I just want to see you go out there and help uh, many patients like myself. So here I am. Wow, that's a, a personal calling. That's great. Uh, so uh, kidney disease is, I think, the ninth leading cause of death in the United States. So a serious problem. And as I said, millions of people are, are in that process and don't have any idea. The symptoms are so vague. Tell me about when, when I get involved in management, where, where does it typically fall short? What are people missing out on that you hope to provide? First is creating that awareness, Lee. We aim to capture patients further upstream. Um, When you know that you have kidney disease, many times it may be too late. You may be in stage four or five and you start to manifest symptoms. You have the aches, the pains, the swelling, things that, you know, your body is going through so many changes, you don't know what's happening. Um, 
but those that are further upstream where they're not paying attention to some of those uh, underlying symptoms, those are the ones you want to capture. You want to speak to everyone, but education is the first step to create awareness. Uh, what is it that I need to know if I'm if I'm newly diagnosed or I'm curious about those symptoms? What do I need to be doing? First thing is your diet. Are you on a proper diet? You know, are you um, making sure that you know you're not drinking too much carbonated beverages? You know, your your fluid intake is that regulated? You know, the sodium intake in, into your diet. Are you following the medications that are prescribed by your physician? With some of those medications, if they're not, you know, taken on a regular basis, then they can cause further complications and difficulty. Making sure that you are following up with your physician on a regular basis because, you know, compliance is a big issue too. Um, Mm -hmm. No one wants to take a medication for the rest of their life. No one wants to uh, adhere to a diet because diets are, you know, they come and go and it's hard to change habits. So um, it starts with that commitment that, you know, I want to uh, feel better and I want to uh, you know, preserve my quality of life and stay at home. So your program does what in those regards? How do how do you help me stay effectively treating the disease once I'm diagnosed? So, Lee, how we help you is that we have a team of clinicians that are in the community. So with every patient that is assigned to our program. They have a RN care manager, which we call the quarterback of the team. So that's someone that's going to call on you monthly, check in with you, how are you doing, um, to make sure that, um, you know, that this clarity, because sometimes you can go to your physician and you have this long list, but then there may be some confusion. You know, do I take this in the morning, take it in the afternoon? So your RN care manager, that's your coach, that's your quarterback. And then we have a patient health advocate who would actually come to your home and, and they may call on you and check on you on a regular basis. There's a renal dietitian. Uh, that renal dietitian is the one that's going to help you with that uh, you know, adherence to uh, your nutritional needs um, and any questions that you may have. Um, um, there's things that uh, I didn't know before I, I joined Somatis, you know, as to you know, what fruits I can take and what I can't take if I have chronic kidney disease. Um, there is a PharmD, so we have a, a pharmacist that's in the field, and they will check in with you on a quarterly basis to make sure that the medications you're prescribed are kidney-friendly. Um, we don't want you to have medications that are toxic to your kidneys, and those can be medications that are prescribed from your primary care physician, and maybe they weren't communicated to the nephrologist, so the two are connected that way. Uh, and then lastly, we have a social worker. Um, for the populations that we serve, sometimes they have barriers such as transportation needs, and those transportation needs override my medication and my health needs. Sure, I get that. If I if it's a struggle for me to get to care, uh, obviously the quality of that care is going to slip. That's what correct. do we... What do we know about the effectiveness if, if I enroll in your program? What is my outcome versus people who might self-manage? When you look at a patient and we, we look at them from being engaged or not engaged. So someone who doesn't have those wraparound services with them, 
they're battling that, that complex healthcare system by themselves. So there is a high propensity to be non-compliant, to be frustrated, mm-hmm. and there's probably a seven out of ten chance that you will uh, have to go to the emergency room because your symptoms have overwhelmed you, um, and hopefully you won't have to go to the hospital because if it's that complex, then you would have to you know go to the hospital because your symptoms can't be managed. Versus someone who is engaged and managed, there's that frequent touch, those those, those frequent uh, phone calls or conversations that take place. Uh, you know who to call when you have an emergency. Uh, you can call after hours and speak to someone. And so those preventive measures um, will keep you out of the emergency room and out of the hospital. So the success rate is fairly high for those that have the team. You know, your kidneys really are just amazing little gadgets. They filter waste and fluids out of your blood. That's their most important function. And when levels of acids, electrolytes, and metabolites accumulate, man, you can really feel lousy. But you can lose 85% of kidney function before you feel sick. So it really can sneak up on you. We'll get into some of the causes of kidney disease and then the big question, who pays for this type of chronic disease management? I hope that's enough to keep you listening and keep you near the radio because we are back. After we hear from some businesses, I hope you'll support because they support the Health Call Radio Hour. This is the Health Call Radio Hour, where treatments are always free, the stethoscope is never cold, and you don't have to wear an exam gown. Now, back to health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. Your two little kidneys are our main focus today because millions of Americans are suffering from kidney failure and may never know it. My brother is a classic example. He had no idea his kidneys were dying until some screening for an unrelated procedure discovered it. He was lucky. His kidney disease was discovered before symptoms appeared and he went on to a successful kidney transplant. Patrick Covington works with a company called Somatis that gets involved after you've been diagnosed with kidney disease, and they try to keep you healthy and prevent the crash and burn syndrome that sends so many people in kidney failure to the emergency department. Kidney disease in itself is uh, attached to other comorbidities. So underlyingly, that person may have high blood pressure. They may have coronary artery disease or some type of cardiovascular disease underlying. And when those symptoms manifest, you have the high blood pressure, you have swelling, you have pain, uh, shortness of breath. So you have all these complex symptoms, you know, occurring at one time. And as you get further along in, in the premise of your kidneys, what they do, the, the biology of them or the anatomy physiology of them is they they cleanse the body of toxins, mm-hmm. so they cleanse your blood. So if they struggle with that, if there's a chronic event where you know they've been damaged and they, they struggle with uh, cleansing the body, then that kind of builds up in your body. And those that is what causes those symptoms underlyingly. And you feel horrible. Um, it may be 
uh, something as simple as the swelling of the feet and um, just or just overall uh, malaise and fatigue. Once those symptoms hit, then you know you need to be seen medically. Who pays for this service? Is this something that I, as the patient, am out of pocket on? Is this covered by my my insurance? Is it covered by Medicare? What's it? How's how does all of that work? So our services are, you could say, free to the patient. The patient doesn't pay any out-of-cost uh, um, fees for our services. We are uh, partnered with every major health plan, Medicare, Medicaid, and private insurance. So it's a it's an added benefit for the insurance that you already have, Lee, and for those out there, those consumers. If I am already in treatment and nobody's talked to me about this type of service, um, what's my first step? What do I do about that? Uh, your first step would be to talk with your uh, primary care physician, because typically you know, everyone has a primary care physician sure. attached to them. Um, and if you're a nephrologist, you know, your kidney doctor is the one taking the lead. Talk to them about care management services. Um, most patients, they're seen um, when they go out into the community, they struggle because they need some extra services to help them with uh, those transportation needs or those um, assistive uh, psychosomatic, sorry, those social economic needs. And so care management is the start. And is, is should I just expect that my nephrologist is going to make this suggestion? Is this going to happen every time uh, with every patient or... Or are people slipping through the cracks? Well, that is a, that's a great question. Our company, and there's others, but our company, the way we're changing the narrative is that we're educating everyone. So it's not just the patients that, that require education. It's also those thought leaders, such as those clinicians, to know, you know who our program is, what we do, what we can provide, and the partnerships that we've developed. And that's my role. As a director of provider engagement, I meet with those thought leaders you know, on a daily basis to partner with them, to educate them, to align with them so that they see we are an extension of them, not a replacement, but an extension to the excellent care they provide already uh, for all patients that struggle with kidney disease. Tell me about uh, the the experience that I'm going to have uh, in as a as a kidney patient. So you mentioned transportation, uh, dietary counseling, all those types of things. Am I going to have to reach out and request that, or is is the idea here that you're going to actively recommend and and touch those patients and and try to encourage them to take advantage of this? Yes. So for every patient that is assigned to us and that, that is under our care. We have a comprehensive team, like I explained earlier, that, that that's mm -hmm. their team. Everyone has a comprehensive team. And so each team member, each clinician on that team, they have a specific role, a duty to carry out with that patient. So they, we're gonna provide a thorough assessment of the initial needs upon entry into the program. And then throughout, we'll make those adjustments because needs change as the patient moves through the program. They be more they may be more complex as you progress along or they may be not as complex um, because your health is stabilized. It's a case by case scenario, but everyone is a, has that availability for those 
comprehensive wraparound services that we provide. So I, I want to just get down to the bottom line. Are you going to be nagging me? Uh, I mean, in a positive way, encouraging way. But is the idea here that you're going to stay after me and make sure that I try to maintain health? I mean, those are what do you do in patients who just either are resistant or don't care. I mean, those guys are out there, right? I mean, they are, they are, there yeah. are patients out there that are resistant. Uh, I, nagging. That's, that's a good, that's a, that's a, that's a good verbiage. Let's say more health coach. Um, okay. With, with You're going to be our an program, insistent health coach. Yeah, All right. yeah. Persistent health coach with our program okay. where we're, we are actually in the field. So sometimes a telephone call, may not be enough, Lee. Sometimes you may need someone to make a knock at your door and um, you know, say, hey, I'm here with my badge. And just that knock at the door, that 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 means a lot in 2023 because you don't see that. Mm. You know, normally yeah, everything is remote, everything is telephonic. Um, but we actually go out there and meet the patient where they are. Um, and there's just a high percentage of patients that, you know, they like that. They need that. They, they like those mm-hmm. extra touches. Mm-hmm. Um, if a patient feels as though they're at a point where that may be too much, then we can scale it back accordingly. But we'll never let them fall off the radar because that is what's causing the current situation we're in now is patients being lost to care. Um, and then they end up in the emergency room or the hospital. Yeah, and if the disease progresses to the state where dialysis is necessary, that's that's a huge burden on everybody, including all of us. The Medicare system pays thousands of dollars a year to support those patients. So I see I see how keeping being active and keeping people healthy is an advantage to all of us who contribute to the cost of healthcare in the country. That makes a lot of sense. So if if I'm if if I am concerned and nobody has suggested any type of care, either you or another company, what is my first step? What do I need to be doing? The first step is letting your clinician know I need comprehensive care management. I want to have a health coach. If the physician, if you find that you know, you're know you not getting help in that avenue, um, then you can reach out to your health plan. If someone you love is not getting the care they need or following through on a care plan, well, now you know the conversation to have. Tell them what you heard today and maybe even steer them over to the Health Call website at healthcall.live for a video version of today's interview with Patrick Covington of somatis.com. Hey, while you're at the website, drop me a line. I love knowing what listeners are thinking. I read every message and you'll always get a personal reply. Gotta run? Please tune in again next week for more of the Health Call Radio Hour. You've been listening to the Health Call Radio Hour. The discussion of conditions and treatments on this program is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment by a healthcare professional who knows you and your health needs. Find the podcast of today's episode wherever you get your podcasts, or watch extended video versions of today's interviews on the Health Call website at healthcall.live. While you're there, drop us a line to ask a question or suggest a topic for a future broadcast. Join us each week on this station for another edition of the Health Call Radio Hour.
podcast by Federated Media. Mm-hmm.